Hello, everybody. Welcome to Ruby Rogues. Uh, today on our panel, we have Luke Stutters. Hi. And we have Matt Smith. Hello. And I'm John Epperson. And today with us, we have a special guest. We have Takashi Kokuban. Did I pronounce that reasonably well? Yeah. Okay, sweet. Hey, folks, this is Charles Maxwood, and I just launched my book, The Max Coder's Guide to Finding Your Dream Developer Job. It's up on Amazon. We self-published it. I would love your support. If you want to go check it out, you can find it there. The Max Coder's Guide to Finding Your Dream Developer Job. Have a good one. Max out. Takashi, would you... Would you mind telling us uh, why why you're famous, why people know about you? So these days, I'm maintaining the uh, feature of the Ruby called JIT Compiler, which is abbreviation of just-in-time. And that's a feature to optimize the Ruby, the script itself. So instead of optimizing the Ruby virtual machine, which is running, interpreting the bytecode of the uh, Ruby scripts, we also added another way to optimize the Ruby, and which is a way to optimize the bytecode into the native code and just calling the native code by the native inter uh, sorry native machine. So because it's it can uh, eliminate the way to run the virtual machine like program counter on the stack pointer, which is just a virtual thing to the Ruby virtual machine. We instead of using the VM registers to uh, native uh, registers because we can use the native registers by the native code. Uh, we can op optimize the Ruby code further by uh, in implementing the Ruby methods as a native machine code. We can now un unblock, unblock many optimizations on the Ruby interpreter of the C Ruby. So I've been implementing that uh, for about three years now. Since Ruby 2.6, I introduced that feature. I main, I've maintained that, and I, I continue to uh, optimize the JIT compiler further. And I sometimes talk at uh, Ruby conferences about that. So I think I've been known as a Ruby JIT compiler implemented. Gotcha. And and uh, all of this is related to I don't know if we're calling it three by three or three x three, but basically trying to make Ruby three point oh three times faster or whatever goal. I called it three times free. All right, there we go. Uh, I don't actually know the official thing for it, but it's all kind of related to that, right? Like we're we're busy trying to make Ruby faster. Yeah. Sweet. Can you tell us where are we at on that? Maybe give us a little bit of a rough idea of where we are. So the goal in detail is that uh, Ruby 3 wants to be three times faster than Ruby 2.0. And because since Ruby 2.0, we added many optimizations in both VM and the JIT, we are at least faster than 2.6, uh, sorry, sorry, 2.0, 2.7 uh, is faster than 2.0. So to when think about, thinking about what times faster than 2.0, we need to uh, think about which benchmark we are using. And there are multiple benchmarks to measure the performance between the latest Ruby and 2.0. And the first one is uh, one called Oftcad which is uh, just a NES emulator, Famicom emulator, uh, running on the Ruby interpreter. And that's uh, not an actual production use case, like REST applications or Sinatra or whatever, web applications or middlewares written in Ruby. On the other hand, it's written or using purely running on the Ruby virtual machine. So it can uh, measure the Ruby's pure performance at least, like not using the I.O. or uh, not memory intensive. 
So for off-carrots, uh, we've ach already achieved uh, like 2.5 times faster in JIT compiler. And uh, virtual machine is, uh, I don't remember the number, but this JIT is making it significantly faster than virtual machine. So, um, so obviously, JIT is a part of uh, Ruby times three times three faster thing, major strategy of it. But uh, we are still not uh, there for three times faster yet. Some of the, our experiments are uh, achieving better performance at the JIT compiler. So I'm hoping, or at least I'm thinking possible that we can optimize up to the three times three faster using JIT compiler. But uh, my other focus or my main goal of the JIT compiler is that we want to optimize actual production performance, like uh, Rails application, for example, because in my company, we are running the Rails applications on production servers. And if uh, Rails applications can run faster than other older Ruby versions or virtual machine, uh, we can just turn on the JIT compiler to reduce the number of servers, for example, or improve the user's experience by reducing the latency of one single request. So it's uh, um, instead of focusing on instead of too much focusing on the uh, opt carrot optimization, I started I switched the gear to optimize the Rails or Sinatra or web applications instead. And in from 2.7 and in that uh, 3.0 development, I'm currently focusing on such kind of web application uh, benchmark improvement. And uh, therefore, I'm uh, in 2.7 or 3.0, optical performance are not so implemented yet. But uh, if I need to somehow uh, achieve the uh, goal for three times the faster thing, I maybe focus on off-scale improvement, and then I think I can uh, achieve that by focusing on uh, what's slow in off-scale instead of what's slowing Rails uh, web applications. So the the opt carrot is a Nintendo emulator for yeah. playing games. I think it came out about um, 2011 kind of time. Correct. I it's don't about, remember, but kind it's of, about yeah. it's getting on to ten years old, I think, and that was kind of the same time as Ruby two, yes. Mm -hmm. So uh, the three by three goal is to make Ruby three times faster than it was in Ruby two, yeah. and it's getting there. But I've seen a few talks, and uh, I think the consensus is to get it three times faster. Then we do have to make a kind of big, big change, correct? Mm. Yeah, this yeah. is this is my feeling. I'm sure it's your feeling as well. <laughs> yeah. uh, so the JIT is one major, major change we can make. And I was just on the opt carrot GitHub. And if you look in the on the opt carrot GitHub, it has a graph. And Ruby two is benchmarked at 26 frames per second. And the latest uh, MJIT comes in at nearly 49 so you, i think it's safe to say you've you've got a two times increase already correct yeah i think so but the same performance improvement doesn't you don't get the same speed up when you start using mjit with rails how how does it behave with simpler systems like sinatra so situations are a little bit similar to rails in sinatra actually my i have a benchmark using Sinatra, but it's a little bit too simple, but still having the same kind of impact on the 
performance with JIT compiler. So to explain the background, I need to explain what's going on behind it first. So in, when we run OptCarrot, the default the OptCarrot benchmark parameter is to run the NES emulator for 180 or 60 frames per second. Uh, oh, sorry, frames for emulating that one single game. And it runs for, I guess, some seconds or tens of seconds, and it doesn't run for a long time. At the same time, uh, we need to JIT compile the uh, method, really methods to uh, native code. And because JIT compiler of the Ruby uh, 2.6 or later versions are using C compiler to generate a native code from the Ruby methods, we need to wait for the shit compiler to finish generating the native code. And it takes about, uh, when the method is simple, it takes about 200 or 50, uh, 500 milliseconds. And because NES emulator uh, finishes us a little bit quickly for running the 180 frames, compile a lot, a lot of methods, then it can, I think in my computer, it compiles at like 20 methods for during the benchmark. And so uh, it can optimize uh, only 20 methods during the benchmark. And on the other hand, in web application benchmarks, I'm running the Sinatra or Rails for a while because in actual production bench performance, uh, we run the application for a while and up the long term or long running version or the performance after waiting for a while is more important than just a startup performance because it's the dominating the, dominating the performance of the uh, actual server uh, situation. So I wait for compiling all the methods before actually measuring the performance in the Sinatra rails. And in, in actually, this is sort of uh, impacting that in a bad way and also in a good way. One thing in a bad way is that when we are running the uh, C compiler, it consumes some resources like um, uh, CPU resources and memory. And because uh, CPU caches are shared between cores, it, it, at least in the lastable cache in a usual uh, CPU cores, it somehow impacts the, this compiler impacts the actual Ruby interpreter performance as well. So it's usually generally faster when JIT compiler is not running. And so if we wait, up, wait for JIT compiler to finish compiling the methods, it's generally faster. But on the other hand, waiting for JIT compilation means to finish compiling all the methods. And in Ruby 2.6, the number of methods to be cached at max maximum was uh, 1,000 methods. But since Ruby 2.7, we changed the off default value to uh, 100. So when when we wait after the JIT compilation, there are 100 methods to be methods which are already native uh, native code. And when we com compile such kind of relevant methods, it's it becomes slower by either reason, which is uh, CPU cache size because the CPU cache size is very limited. So there are multiple levels of CPU caches in the CPU, like level one L1 cache, which is a little bit smaller than all other level caches and level two and level three. And I don't remember the exact numbers, but even in the last level cache, usually level two or three, which is usually some tens or hundreds of kilobytes. 
And on the other hand, the JIT compiler, when 100 methods are compiled, in at least in Ruby 2.7, uh, when 100 methods are compiled, uh, the synap total code size on Sinatra is usually one gig megabyte. So it's obviously uh, larger than the size which uh, CPU can efficiently cache. So compared to byte virtual machine, on byte, uh, byte code running on virtual machine, byte, co byte code is uh, shared between all the methods. So CPU doesn't, doesn't need to cache a lot of code for running byte codes, but uh, native code needs to, uh, to be cached for each method. So as, as more, the more we compile the methods, the more the CPU cache becomes inefficient. So we need to, so the reason why we changed the default number from 1,000 to 100 was for that reason. But in the Ruby 2.0, uh, sorry, 3.0, I improved the uh, mechanism to reduce the call size from uh, one megabyte to about uh, 200. 50-ish kilobytes. Uh, so that's more, uh, at least it's improved. And in 2.3, uh, sorry, 3.0, our master branch, in the Sinatra benchmark, it's doing a lot better than the 2.7, but still, uh, because it consumes extra 250-ish uh, kilobytes of the native code, uh, it's a little bit slower than the uh, non jitted version, but we still have lots of places to be uh, code size reducted. So uh, if we share a lot of more code in the native code between the multiple methods, we can reduce the code size further. And I hope that can uh, fix the problem of the slower uh, being slower in the JIT compiler. So to follow up on that, and more for clarification than anything else, you're saying that one of the things that you're trying to play with here is you specifically want to fit all of this, uh, all this, everything that's chip pre-compiled, right? You want to fit all that in L-cache. And so if it's too big for L-cache, we suddenly get a performance degradation and we're, we're just trying to fit underneath that uh, line, more or less. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I think it's impossible to fit everything in cache, but I at least we need to try uh, major parts of the native code need to be stay in the uh, cache, at least for the hot path or very uh, intensive parts. Okay. I'm going to embarrass myself here by talking about the stack because I watched your talk and it talks about the the difference between using the stack. Mm -hmm. uh, so we were in a situation where the JIT, the JIT compiler works very well on the opt carrot, very good. Mm -hmm. But when you use it with Rails or Sinatra, then it's not as good. The latest releases, it's, it's about the same, correct? Mm. It's kind yeah. of, and the memory memory usage is the same, CPU is the same, but we don't want the same. We want it to be faster. Yep. Yep. And one of the things you talk about is the stack. Now, I, you know, being being in the Ruby world, the mm -hmm. stack is is hidden from you. This is very much a kind of C thing, but my understanding of it is that in C, the variables on the stack are usually kept in registers. Mm -hmm. So if you can write a, an assembler program, a machine code program that only uses maybe 10 variables and all of those 10 variables are kept in registers, it's going to be incredibly fast, maybe 20, 30 times faster than the nearest option. But obviously you can't 
just have 20 and 30 registers you have to have more Hmm. so you have to reach out into memory to uh objects uh, sorry to uh, memory that's outside of this kind of short list of 10 20 registers correct yeah so opt caret because it doesn't use a lot of ruby objects is using variables which can be kept in the stack on those mm-hmm. superior registers and therefore you get a very good important performance increase with uh the legit uh, compiler but rails and synarchum deals mainly with objects in ruby yes yes the mm-hmm. jit compiler does not currently have a way of translating those objects into just registers uh, 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 now uh, that's that's my that's my very vague and flawed understanding of what's going on but is that roughly the situation partly correct and partly incorrect so let me fix some Thank you. wrong parts and um, so the first thing is in opt we don't ke- keep all the objects using opt on stack but instead in we just have that in heap so when we create an object in ruby we usually create an object in the ruby uh, heap slot and uh, we refer to that from uh, for example from a harsh reference or array reference and therefore we don't need to keep it in stack or we can't uh, keep it in stack because when we read from the virtual machine stack or machine stack, it's not guaranteed to be in, not re- 